Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When we think of religion in the Middle East, we tend to view it in a rather simplified and generalizing way. Uh, in the Middle East, people are Muslim, basically. And while, yes, there are, of course, a lot of Muslims in the Middle East, there is a whole host of other religious minorities that have lived there historically and today, and not just Jews and Christians. And one of those less known religious minority groups are known as the Mandaeans. Mandaeism can be described as a monotheistic religion with strong dualistic tendencies, similar to other movements like Gnosticism. It shares a lot of elements with other religions like Judaism, Christianity, and Zoroastrianism, but of course constitutes its own unique tradition and religion. The word Mandaeism or Mandaeans comes from the word Manda or Mandai, which means knowledge in the old language called well, Mandaean, a Semitic language that only survives today through the liturgy of the Mandaean priests. In Arabic and Muslim contexts, they have also often been known as Subba, which basically means those who baptize. This also connects it to the term Sabaeans, which is a mysterious religious group mentioned in the Quran alongside Christianity and Judaism as the people of the book. Some historically and today have therefore concluded that the Sabaeans in the Quran are in fact the Mandaeans. The Mandaeans have for most of history been confined or located in the southern regions of Iraq along the Euphrates and Tigris rivers, but their actual geographic origins are rather uncertain and unknown. Uh, many believe that they originate in, in Palestine in the first three centuries AD and may be in connection to certain Jewish groups along the Jordan River that put a heavy emphasis on the practice of baptism as a ritual practice. Now this of course sort of very much connects them to movements like the Essenes and with John the Baptist. 
In fact, John the Baptist, who very famously baptized Jesus in the New Testament, plays a very central role to the Mandaean religion. He isn't considered a founder by any means, but he has a very central role as a kind of prophet and one of the main sort of propagators. Interestingly, while they share many aspects and mythological backgrounds of the Abrahamic faiths, they tended to have a different perspective on it a lot of the time. Adam, the first man that God created, is venerated and Mandaeism is considered to have originated with him. So similar to, for example, Islam, they thus view themselves as the true original religion of mankind and all other religions as sort of deviations from this original religion. They also venerate Adam's son Seth and one of Noah's sons, Shem, as transmitters of the Mandaean faith. But this also means that all other biblical prophets mentioned in the Old Testament, aside from these few, are considered false. Similarly, while they may affirm that John the Baptist did baptize Jesus, they consider the Christian faith to be false and Jesus as a kind of heretic and misleader who deviated from John's true religion. We should always avoid thinking about religions as or through a kind of Christian framework um, as having a founder and a sacred scripture, for example. But there are a few texts that uh, sort of contain a lot of these basic Mandaean teachings. The most prominent of these can be said to be a book called Ginza Reba, or simply Ginza, which is a collection of theological, historical and ritual teachings. There is also the Mandaean Book of John, which is thought to have been authored by John the Baptist himself and contains stories about his life and teachings and many other scriptures of varying sorts as well. Scholars disagree on when these texts were written or compiled, some placing them, or at least a few of them, after the coming of Islam in the 7th century and others place them a couple of centuries before that. Now, if we are to talk about the beliefs or theology or cosmology of this religion, we need to make some things clear first. Like with many other religions, there isn't one clear story or agreed-upon version of the cosmological beliefs. Often with religions that don't share the sort of institutionalized structure of a Catholic church, for example, there isn't the same emphasis put on orthodoxy or a certain orthodoxy that has been sort of preserved. As historian of religions, Joran Jacobson Buckley points out, quote, the sheer mass of variations in the creation mythology makes it impossible to appoint one specific version as the original, end quote. In any case, the basic common elements of the religious beliefs are, as I said earlier, strongly dualistic, with a huge emphasis on light versus darkness, uh, purity versus uncleanliness, and so on. Uh, they are a monotheistic faith, as they believe in one almighty transcendent god, which they call Hei Rebbi. Uh, and the highest sort of part of the cosmos, a pure world of lights, um, in which this god resides, is also home to other sort of spiritual luminous beings. And the most important of these is a spirit that they refer to as Manda Edhai, which means knowledge of life. And is, it is particularly through this spiritual being, similar to an angel almost, it is through this being that the Mandaean teachings and religions, a religion has been conveyed uh, throughout history to different prophets like uh, Seth or to uh, John the Baptist. There is then a kind of hierarchy of existence from this highest pure world of lights uh, right down to the lowest sort of dark bowels of creation where evil and sort of darkness rule. And in between these two extremes, uh, the material world of human existence exists or is situated and contains elements of both of these extremes. 
According to some scholars, Mendeism is here rather similar to Gnosticism, as it views the human material body as created by a kind of demiurge through the powers of evil. The material body is therefore seen as a kind of prison of the soul. And the soul's goal in life is to escape this body after death and make its way to the higher world of pure light. But how is this achieved? Well, this brings us, of course, to the practices of this religion. As I mentioned, there is no orthodoxy in Mandaism. This is actually a good example to show that, for the most part, religions are usually something that we do rather than something we believe. The beliefs of the Mandaeans are strongly varied, but the ritual practices are pretty consistent throughout. We could therefore classify Mandaism primarily as a religion of orthopraxy, there's right practice, rather than orthodoxy, right belief. In this cosmological scheme that I just described, water is the only thing in the material world that is entirely pure. Through water one can remove sin and uncleanliness and give the soul a kind of rebirth, similar to Christian and early Jewish ideas. This is why the ritual of baptism, called Masbuta, is perhaps the most central practice in Mandaism. Contrary to Christianity, where one is baptized only once, the Mandaeans traditionally are baptized once every week on Sundays. One is to be baptized in running water, traditionally usually in one of the two rivers in Iraq, and this has created some problems for a few diaspora communities today. Through baptism, the soul is purified, which will help it in its journey to the world of lights after death. The baptism is performed by a class of priests, and usually in a place of worship called a mandi, uh, sort of usually placed beside uh, the river. A second important ritual is called masita, a kind of ascension of the soul ceremony. This can take many different forms, but is primarily performed to help departed souls on the journey to the world of lights, which is plagued by demons and other nasty things. Mandaeans also pray daily, but the number of prayers can vary everything from three to five or seven times a day. Um, as you might expect also, the idea of purity and cleanliness is very important to the religion. And Mandaeans have been and are still rather strict about not allowing anyone to marry outside of the religion. They have also traditionally not allowed people to convert to Mandaeism, which has partly led to its sort of decline in numbers. Other ethical ideas and practices include a kind of pacifism. Mandaeans aren't allowed to carry any weapons, for example, uh, and giving to charity, and also a ritual fast that lasts for 36 days. The Mandaeans have always basically been a minority in this region, which has been ruled by many empires and, and kingdoms throughout history. And as usual with minority groups, this means they haven't always been treated all that well. Um, they were persecuted and oppressed under the Sasanian Persian Empire before the arrival of the Arabs and Islamic uh, sort of conquerors. Um, as I mentioned earlier, because of their identification with the Sabaeans in the Quran, they have usually been identified with the people of the book and thus have retained certain rights and freedom of religion and, um, you could say, uh, sort of a, a certain level of autonomy uh, throughout the Muslim period. But, of course, this doesn't mean that they weren't persecuted from time to time by the Muslim rulers as well. In no period has this been more prominent, perhaps, than in the last century or so, with the increasing instability in the Middle East, both politically and in terms of rising religious fundamentalism. During the rule of the Ba'ath party of Saddam Hussein and Iraq, uh, and especially after his execution and the war in 2003, the Mandaeans were given such a hard time that the majority have by now emigrated to regions outside of the Middle East. 
It's estimated that around 80% of Mandaeans live in diaspora communities around the world, which is a rather recent development. This has led to certain conflicts within the community regarding things like integration and how much the religious practices and beliefs can be modified according to new contexts. Uh, in a place in, like Sweden, for example, which is rather cold for at least one half of the year, uh, and in which even the waters outside can freeze, this of course creates problems regarding how to gain access to running water for the, uh, the baptism rituals. And this has led to some internal conflicts where some allow compromises like indoor pools, while others don't want to make this compromise. Similarly, intermarriage with other religious groups have been heated discussions, as has been the question of people are allowed to convert. The Mandaean religion is also strongly connected to ethnicity, much like religions like well, the Yazidis, or to some degree Judaism as well. Um, and your identity as a Mandaean is primarily determined by your parents being Mandaean. And so this is the reason why conversion has usually been neglected. It's hard to say how many Mandaeans exist in the world today, but estimates place them everywhere between 40,000 to 100,000 people, with, as I said, 80% of them living outside of the Middle East today. So what do you think? Have you ever heard of Mandaeism? And what are your thoughts on this fascinating religion? Let's discuss in the comments. I'll see you next time.